Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast where we highlight some of the best and brightest in the real estate industry, along with a weekly segment called Industry Headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate, family of real estate podcasts, and we are so glad that you are listening and tuning in today, and we hope you enjoy our show. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to eXPRealty.com. All right, guys, we're back and with the Kevin and Fred show. And this week, I'm excited to be joined by Karen Briscoe. Karen, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm super and I'm thrilled to be a guest on the show. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we could do this too. We tried to do this a while ago and I, I've had some unfortunate uh, fumblings with my schedule over the last two months, but I'm so glad that we finally got the chance to connect today. I remember, um, first of all, you and I met years ago in a mastermind um, because you, uh, you sell a lot of real estate. Uh, I want to say if I'm not, uh, if I'm not incorrect, north of a hundred million dollars, your team did last year, uh, there in, uh, Virginia, Northern Virginia, technically, uh, inside the beltway. Is that how you say it? Yes, because we're part of the uh, Washington DC metro region, but on the, the V side, the Virginia side. On the, on the Virginia side. Awesome. And so the, obviously any team that's doing a hundred million dollars sort of speaks for itself, but um, part, you know, one of the things that we wanted to make sure we talk about today is how to, you know, how you got to be that successful. You've written books. Um, and I'm one of those I want to talk about today too, as well, and sort of some of the cool stuff that has led to. So really looking forward to our conversation. And I just really wanted to say thanks a lot for being here. Oh yeah, me too. And yes, there's lots of stories to share. I bet there are, right? So why don't, let's start with this, if you don't mind, Karen, for those folks that don't know you or haven't met you yet, how would, you know, how would you introduce yourself? And um, if somebody was to say, Karen, tell me about, you know, how long have you been in real estate or what brought you to it? How, how would you answer that question initially? Well, I actually started out in dirt out of college in the Dallas area, and I worked for a land developer, Trammel Crow, and we put in streets and utilities and sold lots to home builders. And my husband's career took us to the, the DMV, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area for his public policy. And I mostly was a stay-at-home mom for about a dozen years um, due to a couple of things. One, I was, uh, my husband's career required a great deal of travel and no family around, so I couldn't quite figure out the logistics of that. And I wanted to stay home. My, my mom was a working mother, and so I wanted to, and I was, we were blessed for that, although it was, it was challenging at times. Um, and then when I wanted to reenter the workforce, when our son reached kind of the middle school years, I wanted to go back into commercial real estate. And there's this perception, right, that the commercial people, <laughs> they, they do all of the uh, really intellectually challenging work like uh, um, market knowledge and negotiations and strategy. And I, I went to work for the Staubach company, it had the Nextel account, and it was the sales engineering warehouse offices. And I actually found it to be extremely boring, Kevin. I mean, yeah, I was like, once you see one of those, you see them all. And it was actually during the tech bust in the early 2000s. And there is no money in, in disposition 
in, you know, really in any field, but for sure in real estate, I'm like, you know, I really, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And so a friend of mine said, well, why don't you try residential? And again, I had this perception. <laughs> so I was like, sure, why not? And I did. And I met with success pretty rapidly. I think, you know, some people would say, you know, kind of rookie of the year kind of status. And because I saw that I had the, the opportunity to bring what I call both sides of my skills, the hard skills from the commercial side, but then the soft skills of relationships and, and really having, you know, a wanting to serve people. And, and I, I think that uh, bringing those two together is, has led to my success or a lot of my success. So as often happens, that gets attention, right? When you no, absolutely, and I remember quickly. And so one of the, the top agents, actually in the nation at the time, she was number 10, Sue Huckabee. She and I knew each other uh, from church and she invited me to join her team. And then uh, because she was ill in 06, she asked me to become her partner. And then I took over in 08 when she passed. Well, so as you may recall, what happened in 08 in, the re in real estate, this <laughs> is, you know, nationwide, worldwide uh, crash. I mean, the financial markets crash, real estate market crash. And here I am, I had just taken over this mega luxury business that just crashed around me. So I'm a, a for one thing, I'm, I'm definitely uh, persevere, but I also had that uh, a little bit of muscle memory left from the savings and loan crisis in Texas in the 80s. And so I made a lot of adjustments very quickly. And I think that is one of the reasons why I thrived in addition to my, my determination. Um, in 09, brought on my, my current business partner, joined me, Lizzie Conroy, and we set about rebuilding the business. And as I, we did that, many people said, how did you do it, right? I mean, exactly. many people, I say many people, you know, the people who survived the market crash but I had this additional pretty significant event happen at the same time. So that led to a lot more um, people wanting to know, led to coaching, training, speaking. And that invariably led to people uh, wanting to know more of my story or hear more of my stories, right? Because I do have a lot of stories to go along with yeah, all my training and found that they're very sticky. So the idea is if you have a training or education or coaching and it's just it doesn't have any impact right if it isn't effective uh then you're just entertaining right i mean but if you can remember it when you need it and it has an impact on your business and life then it's gonna you know be much more impactful so <clears throat> uh these sticky stories led to people saying you should write a book and that's what led to real estate success in five minutes a day. And the idea of the five minutes a day came from, I heard over and over again, so many people saying they didn't have enough time. Uh, they didn't have enough time to invest in their personal and business development. And so to just kind of break down that barrier, the limiting belief, I said, well, do you have five minutes a day? And everybody said, yes. I was going to say, did anybody say no? Has anybody no, said, no, I don't have no. five minutes. Everybody okay. said they had five minutes. So that in itself, open the door, right, to break down their, their limiting belief, their barrier, because I was like, well, if you invest five minutes a day, 
then um, you'll start to build this wealth of knowledge, right? And it turns out it's actually even more impactful than I even anticipated when I wrote the book and had the idea, because what often happens, again, back to training or coaching or any type of, um, you know, that, that type of education, often it's a tsunami style, right? You just get so much of it that you really are um, very frequently not able to put it into practice. Right. And putting it into practice or having a some sort of uh, way to remember it, um, some sticky, right? Uh, you're not going to remember when you need it. And so then it's not going to become, you know, beneficial for your business or life. So this idea of um, writing a book that's, you know, an everyday reader has been around in motivational and spiritual religious literature for a long time. I didn't invent that. But what I did was bring the two ideas together and say, well, what if it was in a business book? So that the real estate agent, you talked about shiny object. <laughs> that's me, yeah. Yeah, well, that's most real estate agents, right? I think we yep. many thrive on that because they love the every day is, you know, got some aspect of it. it's got, you know, some a new client or a new, you know, a new property to show or a new, you know, market. Something um, exciting, strategy. right? Something yeah. new. Yep. Yeah. So I think they thrive on that. And I think that's a good thing. I'm not trying to stop real estate agents thriving on the way they, they operate. I was like, well, gosh, I will bring this uh, to the agent because if that's the way they actually operate at their highest and best self, right, which is how we value real estate. So that's what we should be looking at for ourselves then it could actually have a huge impact. And that's what I found is that people who follow the five minute success, they find that they can either knock over a domino, like they'll start to do one thing and it'll just you know knock over more and more and more. Sometimes it has a ripple effect, right? Like, so you, you, know, you throw the pebble in the pond and you know, it ripples out. Sometimes it's a snowball, right? So like, you just gotta build on it. But sometimes it really can be exponential. Like, it'll like be a paradigm shift. Like you'll just like start to see things a new way. And so I, I've seen all of them, um, but the idea is it, it, it gets people into uh, business and personal development, which is, as you know, is gonna have the most impact long-term on people's success. Undoubtedly, yes. It, you know, uh, I, people say this different ways and it has been said many different ways as you know. And so there's the mechanics, like there's that part of business that you, you've got to know. But at the end of the day, our, we know that our businesses are only going to grow to the to the fact to the extent that we grow, and um, that means there's got to be a part of it that isn't just business, but it's got to be personal growth as, as well. And and that looks, I think, you know, that's probably a whole other conversation, which looks so can be so different for so many different people. But at the end of the day, I think that is a that, that's a principle. We we've got to be able to grow if our businesses are going to. Yes, I mean, really, you're going to reach a capacity of your ability to do whatever time and space and energy that you have. And so uh, to you have to raise that lid, if you will. I think that's John Maxwell talks about that, about how you have to raise the lid of the leader in order for the business and the operation to grow. And so this is a, a way that people can do that. Now, that being said, having this um, idea of something different every day, my, my publisher said, yes, but there's got to be some basic principles there because, you know, it's not so, uh, you know, hit or miss, like every day is different. There's got to be some core. And I said, yes, of course there is. So the core principles of a five-minute success are the first one is commit to get leads, right? So tell 
you know, salesperson, entrepreneur has something, to, a lead to work on. They have really, that's their job, job one, <laughs> lead generation, right? Business development, prospecting. So there's topics on that. Then there's consult to sell. So that's where the, the salesperson, the agent, the takes the, the lead or the idea or through a process that leads to, you know, at the end, <laughs> some sort of business transaction happens. What often happens is people get on this, you know, loop of only being as good as their next deal, right? They just, they, they get a lead, they get it to settlement, they wake up, they do it again. So there are principles to connect, to build and grow, to create scale, leverage systems, yeah. create an ongoing enterprise. And then as you mentioned, this whole mindset motivation piece, because to really grow the, the agent, the person has to grow to really achieve at a higher level. And so that I call success thinking activities and vision. So it's the having the vision of what you want in your business and life, think about how to do it and then set the actions in place. And that all leads to the sweet spot of success. So there's topics on each one of those. I visualize a uh, Venn diagram, if you will. So they're all interconnected. So some of them, you know, touch on several areas, uh, but it, but it, building this repertoire of knowledge over, you know, by reading every day is what I find that people who, who um, have read the book have, have found has had a lot of impact. Well, uh, clearly it has, because obviously it's impacted your life and in your business and so many others, because so this started out as the book and, you know, real success in five minutes a day, but it has become so much more than that at, at this point. So clearly it resonates. We know that it works. Um, tell me, so since you've written that, what, let me ask you this. Did you, let me, let me go back for a second. Did you ever think you'd write a book that ever, did that thought ever come to you prior to, prior to this? Well, I had many people tell me to write a book. So that's where the idea came from. I actually had the limiting belief that I didn't have enough time. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious to write a book? A person who writes a book about time, and now I've kind of become this little time guru. Um, what I, I was in a coaching program, actually more of a life coaching rather than a business coaching. I've done business coaching and you know masterminding and all different kinds of, um, as you have as well, and many successful people do. But I, I was in this coaching program and we had a retreat. And I'll, I'll remember the day very vividly. Uh, we were to share what was stopping us from doing what we said we wanted to do. And my idea was to write a book. And I had this just epiphany, I, a light bulb literally went off. In fact, everybody who was there still remembers it, that the only one stopping me was me. And there's a, a quote by uh, Lazu, you know, the whole idea of saying time, you don't have enough time. He says, it is a creative thing to say, I don't have time is like saying, I don't want to. So I had to really look at that. I was like, wow. Well, well, what? The only well, one stopping okay, is me. <laughs> so let's go back for a second. Who said that? Lazu. Okay. The, it, saying I don't have time is the same as saying I don't want that? Yes. That is a, okay. So, you know. Isn't that I'm a, profound? <laughs> that's, it's extremely profound. That really, that just, that landed with me in a big way. I've heard, you know, something else that landed with me along the same lines. And I know you've heard this is from Gary. And, you know, Gary's always said, it's, it's not that it's not that you don't have time. It's that you don't have a clear understanding of prior, what's your priority. And, and which is another way of saying this, but the way you just saying that saying, I don't have time is the same as saying, I just don't want to, or I don't want that. Number one, it's true. I believe it's true. Number two, it's, it's extremely profound and really for 
for me, it just made me force, force it to go inside and go, do I really not want that? Or, you know, cause clearly I don't, if I'm saying I don't have time that I think that that hits, I, I like that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, so then I had to really look at, well, okay, well then why am I stopping me? Because if I do say I want it, and then I say I don't have time, right? I mean, it's like, I'm saying, uh, you know, both things at the same time. So I, I thought, okay, I first thought it was maybe my team or my husband, and I checked in with all of them. They're like, yeah, we, we're totally supportive. You should write a book if you want to. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that was a limiting belief that I checked out. Then I had this limiting belief. Okay, well, I'm still busy, right? I mean, I've got busy in spades. So I, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, so I need a new strategy. I need a time hack. And I was reading, I've read a couple of books by Gretchen Rubin, who first wrote The Happiness Project. And she, what she did in that was to study what people said would make them happy. Well, then she's like, well, if you know that would make you happy, then why don't you do it? Kind of back to, if you're not doing what you say would make you happy, then you're like effectively saying you don't want to do it. And, but she discovered that many people could benefit from some time hacks, some strategies. So this book she wrote afterwards called Better Than Before. The idea that you wanna become better, but you need some tools to do that. And in this book, there was this one time hack that I picked up on, and that is the daylight savings time. And you've probably heard this hack before, but it, I, it was right around that time period in the year where you, um, when it falls back the clock, instead of using that extra hour to sleep or whatever, you keep your body clock on that hour earlier and you use that time. And this is a effective way. Many people have written books or done other things, you know, at a highly produ productive level, they give that first hour of the day to that. Now I was before not a confirmed morning person. So, but I, again, I, I was like, okay, well, I can't say both. I can't say I want to write a book and I don't have time if I'm not willing to try something that many people have done that was successful. So, and I, I want to share all those people out there going, oh, but it's nowhere near daylight savings time. It's not going to work for me. Will you actually time hack yourself every time you go travel across a time zone? Yeah. So you can choose to time hack yourself at any time. So again, if you say that, after I just shared that with you, that you are saying you don't really want to, because something has to change, right? If you don't change the way you look at things, then nothing's going to change. If you don't change the way you do things, nothing's going to change. Um, but if you want to change, and uh, then, and I uh, wish I could give you the quote of who that was, but if you want to change, then you should change the way you look at it. So look at time differently, right? Because uh, time is relative. And Einstein said that, I didn't say that, but Einstein said time is relative and think about this. If you were to be doing something you don't wanna do, like you're in a boring Zoom meeting or like when we used to be in traffic and you just were like time was standing still, right? It just took forever. But when you're doing something you love and you're passionate about, or you're with someone you care about, doesn't time fly by? Every single time. Okay, so I just explained to you that it's not time. It's not time that we're talking about. What we're actually talking about is energy. So energy is the currency of high performance. So what I discovered was where I put my energy, okay, my focus. Yeah. And I put my energy and focus into writing a book. Now, I'm, I'm going to just share that there were some stumbling blocks along the way. So it wasn't like a smooth journey. 
um, the, the market actually, it was in 2015, hit a huge roadblock when the Dodd-Frank legislation came out. And remember they were retooling, all the lenders were retooling and the market just stopped. Oh yeah. And I was going from selling one or two houses a week to selling one house a month. I mean, that's a huge. So I, in my husband's career shifted, he ended up taking early retirement. I became the primary breadwinner. I mean, it wasn't like a easy decisions to make. But what I discovered was, and this is where the other book came along is the flip time love life. The more I put energy and time into things that, uh, that fed me, that, that were creative for me. And some people, it could be other things. I'm not saying go write a book is what's going to be your thing. But more I did it, then I had energy for other things. Because I was honestly, Kevin, getting burnt out. And what often can happen with a mega agent, you know, that's going 15 years into the business. I saw it. And I saw many agents go create other business streams, you know, like here now you have a podcast, I have a podcast, um, they'll, they'll find other avenues, maybe they'll be similar, or maybe they'll be completely different uh, to bring energy. Um, so I persevered writing the book. And then that led to the podcast, because I found I was asked to be a guest on a lot of podcasts. And then I saw the correlation book sales happen with podcast guesting. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I could have a podcast. And so that is, it just started it all um, because I, I took the action, right? I took the action. I had a vision of what it could be and I thought about how to do it, but then I took the action. And I think that's where a lot of people with their, their, their dreams or what they say they want in their life, something's stopping them. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to tell you, if I could do it, you could do it too. And if you've got that idea out there, you should just start today. Oh, I, I love that. I love, I love that. Um, going back, I, I think I'm, it was a Dr. Uh, Wayne Dwyer quote. If you change the way you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. Um, and that's step, that's definitely what, what you did. And I, I love the way you just put that into the lesson of what you experienced and, um, I'm assuming the podcast is your way of helping bring this out even more, you know, in real time, because it would, the cool thing about writing a book is you write a book and there it is. Um, and then kind of the bad part is like, there it is. And it's, yes. you know, it's sort of, it's sort of done. And so the, I, I love that you've taken this now to a podcast where this is something where as you evolve and change and probably other things will start to, you'll realize, bring you even more energy over time. You get to talk about those things and do those things. I, at least I know is now you've used that context and that language. I know for me, that's part of, you know, what I've gone through in the last couple of years. I started the podcast just over two years ago and made some other big changes right around the same time. And they all bring me so much energy and I, I love them. I love doing these things. And so you're right. Like I always have time to do these things. These are the things that I enjoy. And if I look at my calendar, that, that's what's on my calendar because I'm I'm a big believer and if it if it's not on the calendar just it probably doesn't get done and if it ever does it's but purely by luck so um, I love I love the way you set that a, a new context for me so I'm sure some of the re, some of the listeners here are also going to feel the same way but if nothing else I want to say thanks because that was that was really profound and impactful for me tell me tell me more about the podcast so like how um how long have you been doing this what like what's your vision with the podcast and um where do people find it 
Well, so the podcast is the five minute success and the guests are a lot of them are in real estate or related industries, but also a lot of coaches, authors, and people in, in, um, ancillary industries that can benefit from learning about entrepreneurial and, and, uh, other sales fields. Uh, so it's, typically either once or twice a week. I'm over 350 episodes now. Um, I also have wow. a couple of special episodes. The book Flip Time Love Life, which I told you about, is, is actually a, a story told in a story format of a person who achieves a high level of success and looks around and goes, okay, is this it? <laughs> and so um, it, it's, a, it's told, I don't know if you're familiar with Joseph Campbell and the Follow Your Bliss, but the idea that we all have a calling, we all have a calling to either creativity or contribution or whatever it is your calling is. And that if, if you're, if you're not following it, you're probably feel like something's missing. Right. So that book um, there's actually now two books in the 66 day challenge series. Uh, what I found was many people saw the real estate success of five minutes a day book and they're going, wow, that's really big. And I'm like, well, but you're only reading a page a day. Why do you care? <laughs> <laughs> but then some of you are like, well, I want to just focus on lead generation. So uh, I created these 66 day challenge books where you can, one of them is uh, commit to get lead 66 day challenge. One, the one that just came out uh, is consult to sell 66 day challenge. The idea you can focus on conversion if you want to just give that a, a punch. Um, and then uh, the other thing I was going to share about the, the writing the book and what that's led to, when I um, went through those two epiphanies, I, there was a third, and this is about urgency. So a lot of people, myself included, I was like, I'll do that when I'll write a book when I retire, oh, yeah. I'll write a book when my kids go back to school, I'll write a book when the kids get out of school, I'll write a book when whatever, or whatever it is, it's not to have to write a book. And there was a, a third book I read. Uh, during that time, that was all happened like bam, 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 uh, called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. You may know her from Eat, Pray, Love. Absolutely. The ideas, or the concept in that book is there's ideas in the universe and they come to someone because the universe believes it's your calling or you may be the one to take it and bring it to fruition. When you don't act on it, and if it's idea was time to come, then it's going to go to someone else. And I'm sure you've had this happen, right? Where you've had an idea and somebody else did it. In fact, if you just look at history, like the electricity wars, yeah. you realize that, that Edison, Westinghouse, and um, uh, um, Nikolai Tesla, Tesla yeah, yeah. were all working on electricity at the same time. Okay. So if you think about this urgency, if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? So I want to leave that message with your, your community, your audience, because many people put off life. That's why it's called love the life you have now as you create and co-create the life of your dreams. The idea is you want to do both. <laughs> you want to love it now and you want to create what you have for the future. Gosh, that is so good. I, first of all, I can't wait to go back and listen to our conversation and take notes on it. Um, I already did take a couple notes, but I'm gonna go back and re-listen to our conversation probably even before I release this, uh, because I'm selfish like that. And that's what you get to do when you're the, when you, when you're the host when of the podcast, host, yes. right? Um, but gosh, so there's so many good nuggets in there. So Karen, before, um, w let me ask you this. I, I know we're starting to run low on time. What, from a, what should I have asked you or what should we be discussing today that we haven't discussed yet, whether it's about maybe your personal story or some of the, some of the stuff you have going on, um, or maybe just whatever it is that you're 
preparing to start make more more time for? What should we be talking about? Well, the one thing I realized in your previous question is I, I went to urgency and I didn't share how to get a hold of me, but everything's in the number five minute success. Uh, so the website, the podcast, you want to look up the books, real estate success in five minutes a day. And then the, the two commit to get leads and consult to sell 66 day challenges and flip time, love life. Um, and also I am, have opened up a couple more slots for coaching. Uh, so if someone has an interest in working with me, um, you can go to the website and click work with me and get a, a, a 30 minute slot to visit about how that would work and how I could help you achieve <laughs> the love, the life you love. Um, because I think that's it. What I had many times I get people ask me about this whole time thing, this whole time quandrum, and they want, to, they want to pigeonhole it into productivity, right? Like work-life balance. And I'm like, well, work-life balance has this perception that like there's this teeter-totter and like, or a balance, you know, and one side's going to be up, work will, work will be up, but life will be down. So life will be up, but work will be down. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all life, right? First of all, and second of all, um, you know, if you focus on, if you focus on expands, right? Mm -hmm. So if you put your, where you put your attention, that's where you're going to, um, you know, see the results. And so uh, that, that's where I want to make sure that people hear that uh, you put those things first, right? That's why it's called flip time. You flip it and put it in first and then everything else um, becomes either easier or unnecessary. I know you that know that. <laughs> that Absolutely. I know that thing, one. Right. You put that first and everything else becomes easier and necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's so good too. You, you know, you talked about like what you focus on, like that is going to be the thing that, that grows. And the truth is that goes for good and bad, right? If we focus on the bad things or things that we don't want. We know that we're going to get more of that. And so we've got to not, you know, not do that. Um, and I just, I think that you've shared so much wisdom in such a short period of time. I can't wait to listen to this episode again and, and take some notes from it um, more, more readily so I can pause it and, and do that. Um, okay. So the, tell me again, the website, I want to make sure it goes in the show notes. We'll, we'll link to everything in our, here in our show notes, but give me the URL one, one more time. So it's the number five minute success, five minute success.com. Yes. Awesome. And for those of you on, you could just go to the podcast page or the notes. Uh, we'll post on Facebook and whatnot as well too. And you can just click the link there too, if you're a place where you're driving or something and you can't write down right now, we'll make sure you get that. Um, and is that the best place for people to reach you or social media? Is there anything uh, other channel like that where people should, if they want to kind of learn more about you or follow your journey? Well, the real estate, you can pretty much Google Karen Briscoe. You're going to find me either in real estate or the five minute success. So my team is HBC group at Keller Williams, like I said, in the Northern Virginia area inside the Beltway, Washington, DC metro region. So if you have a real estate need, I, um, I, that's my uh, main gig, but I, um, I really would love to connect with people either on Instagram or Facebook or through those, any of those other sites. Awesome. Well, Karen, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Um, this has been uh, a super enjoyable interview for me. And I, I can assure you, I don't always say that. Um, and I, again, I've taken some notes even here in real time, and I can't wait to go back and listen. 
Thank you for sharing. Guys, reach out to Karen. Obviously, she does sell real estate, so I know she likes referrals um, because it, I'm a real estate agent. I feel like I can speak for all of us. And um, go check it. Go check it out. Like, there's clearly a lot to learn here. We'll link to everything here in the show notes. And Karen, just a thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Oh, my pleasure. And here's to your success too, Karen. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to eXprealty.com.